I remember watching um, this morning when I was at university. Yeah. I mean, that's how you old it is. Who were the first people that you Richard met? and Judy. Were Richard and Judy the first ever? I think so. Right, we need to bind and gag, Nads. Well, well, not, not totally. But first of all, I'm having a real crisis this morning. Well, the last couple of days. You know, everyone always says to me, oh, you're so smell. confident, you're so body confident, you're so this, you're so... I'm having a real crisis, crisis about being older. Oh, sweetie. Yeah, and I'm trying to stop that nasty... Bo I remember years ago being in uh, an Overeaters Anonymous... Um, um, not episode, <laughs> meeting. Yeah. And there was it an actress like there... A very well-known actress, beautiful young woman. Careful. God, I had no opposite if I would say. No, no, I know. Of course I wouldn't. Are you I'm mad? Already, I'm already piecing to, I'm trying to piece things together. Anonymous. No, she, no, she's a, she's a, she, yeah. But anyway, suffice to say, I was really surprised when I saw her in there. And she had real eating issues, anorexia, um, which, again, brings up the whole topic of the only time anorexics can seem to get any help is when they are under a certain amount of weight and there are so many people with anorexia that wouldn't necessarily look that underweight. Did you see that whole thing with that Sky presenter yesterday? No. no. Well, well. Lots of people here saying it's a privilege to feel older and be older and you look fantastic. No, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No, I, and, and I, I'm an absolute advocate for this. But Dina anyway, Watson, she was talking, this girl was talking about, this actress was talking about her struggle with food. And she was saying how when she deals with one thing, yeah. like when she's having a good time with the food issues or body, yeah. something else will pop up. And there she was, sat, so beautiful and, you know, hugely talented and all these things. And she said, but it's creeping in. Another voice is creeping in and telling me, oh, age, that I'm ageing. And I was thinking about you. You always say that when you start to, like, lose weight and get fit, you start to think something else comes in. Mm. So, no, the only reason I'm bringing it up is, yesterday I was doing a yoga class. I was outside doing my Zen yoga class. That was a bit of a disaster. You know, and I'm feeling really good in my body and I'm stretching out and I'm feeling good that I'm doing this. And I opened my eyes and I put my arm out and it was in a certain position. And my arm, I just looked at it and I just, was, I just recoiled oh. at myself. I was so nasty to myself, mm. you know. It was like, oh, my God, look at that. Oh, look at that hanging, which I never think when I look at other people. No. Do you know what I mean? No, exactly, because no, no. that's what you always say to me, is that if if I say that of myself, you're, you want to, I don't know whether it's something you say as a parent as well, your first line back to me often is, is that what you think of me? Is that what you think of other people? You sort of, if I say something... No, but you, only so that you ask yourself... Well, I don't agree that. No, I don't, no, I don't no, think no, that but at you all. know the reason why I say that is to ask yourself that question because it's like, I because this was the end of my point was... I'm not that, why am I nasty to myself in a way that I wouldn't even think to be? Do you know what I mean, to anybody else? It's like, why does a voice come in and start picking at something else when, you're sort, when you've sorted something? And it's just that internal critic. Oh, I see. This you is... just have to keep your eye on it all the time because 
Yeah. And it's not just about body, it can be about personality. Like, there's loads of things at the, today that I'm just, like, having such a go at myself about. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm I said it the other day. I'm not enough of this and I'm yeah. too much of that and why aren't I a better daughter or why aren't I a better friend or why aren't I better... It's just, it just, it just, when you are not paying attention, the critics can come in. Yeah, but the problem, I think I said it the other day, is that wherever you've accomplished one thing, one place, mm. there is always... I mean, by its very nature, there is always something else that hasn't been attended to because you've been attending to something else. And, and I noticed, or I'm beginning to feel, that as soon as you attend to virtually everything, you turn around from the, what you could potentially say is the last thing to attend to, and the first thing needs re-attending to. So there is no end point. There is so no who solution. are we trying to please, you know? And, and I don't know. through my yoga lesson yesterday, because my lovely yoga teacher always comes up with these beautiful things. Morning. And she was just <laughs> talking about that. Just, just try and please yourself, you know, it, because everything we're doing. I do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> everything we're doing is because of an idea of what we're supposed to be. You know, yes. the pressure is huge yeah. for yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. No matter what it is, there's always something we can replace. Mm. So it was just a little moment of I'm having a struggling day. I've had a struggling few days. Mm. But the way I try and recalibrate it is just say, be the friend to yourself that you would be to anyone mm. else. Mm. What would I say to my friend if my friend was saying this to me about herself? Mm. Anyway, that was my thought for today. Pops Don't Lie says, I look like I'm reading Horse and Hound. I know what you mean. It's a bit cowboy isn't it? It's got get up sort of, and do a cowboy dog. It's got this sort of, I'm thinking of getting, Put on some cowboy I'm music. Of getting, I'm thinking of getting my Put on some suit. cowboy music, Mark, and do some cowboy dance. Come on. Bing. Come on, let's go back to the old days, pandemic days. Put um, some Who wants Mark to do a bit of a cowboy dance? We'll get to the news, but we like a little warm-up. Okay, well, keep, keep talking. Say yes. Say yes, go for it, Mark. Oh, That's what I did this weekend. Go to my Instagram if you want to see that. So, today... That's, that's exhausted me. I'm going to be honest. It's a difficult day today. To Why is that, doing coffee moaning. Oh. Because coffee moaning, we... Every day we do touch on the big stories, don't we? And then we touch on other things that might be going on in all of our Sometimes lives. Sometimes touch each other. Sometimes we touch each other. Um... <laughs> And this story with Philip and Holly is huge and it's just constant and it's everywhere. And there is so much speculation and there's so much chat. And, uh, you know, I think everybody on ITV who, are, you know, my colleagues, like whether you do, whether I'm doing a live on Instagram or here, there is a constant question, the constant questions of why haven't we said anything or why are we not saying anything? 
So it is difficult because I do have a rule. And there are people that don't stick to that rule. And I believe that a certain person who's in the news at the moment <laughs> didn't stick to that so much with me a long while ago. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> oh, right. uh, something that I never actually heard, but something you and friends told me when I was in uh, Big Brother. Um, so, yes. You know what I'm really pissed off about? I'm really pissed off that it seems to me that the papers are going for Holly in that they are, there's these, you know, the suggestion, what was it, some of the, the headlines, what Holly wants, Holly gets. Now, where does that come from then? What, why would we say that? You know, the male, you know, it always attacking women. Because let's be honest, nobody really knows what's happened behind closed doors. And, you know, if we really are still at the stage where we think that every single presenter, you know, is exactly like they are on screen, then that's a bit mad. Because, of course, we know that often this business we call show and all of that. But I, I really do take umbrage with the, this suggestion that Holly has you know, somehow kicked Philip out of the way because it's just plain sexist because nobody actually knows apart from the people that are involved. So why do we have to go with this narrative? Do you know what? At the moment, I think we are living in an incredibly sexist world, right? And it feels to me like women are the only group at the moment that can't bloody say we feel like we've been treated rather badly. <laughs> Does anybody else get that? This, this, this like underhand suggestion that Holly has manipulated a situation. Who knows that? Nobody knows that. Nobody knows apart from those people that have negotiated the contracts and we don't know. But I'm sure we will find out more and more. There'll be more and more speculation and... My, my, my take on it Gossip. all is, is that you get lots of people in television who aren't very nice. You get lots of people in television who... Like any other Well, you know, yeah. well, quite a few. You, you also get an awful lot that you think are nice, but aren't nice. Um, you get certain ones that are incredibly nice to other people who they think are really important, but aren't nice to other people. You get some that are really sort of rude and horrible to crews and don't really sort of pay any attention to them. I had quite a few of those. Um, and so, you know, I, I don't think, I, I've only had very limited experience of, of Phil. Is it Phil? Do they call him Phil? I don't know. <laughs> would, he, would he go mad that I've called I've him never Phil? I've never I mean, I'm not claiming in any way first, first, first name <laughs> sort of. Uh, I found him incredibly cold, but, oh, you know, I mean, incredibly cold. And, um, um, and I also know someone else who, who, for whom, and that's fine, because who the hell was I when I met him? But I, I remember someone else who met him who you would be hard pushed to have a problem with and he was incredibly cold with them too but the problem with that kind of analysis of anyone is you don't know what sort of day they're having you don't know what the set of circumstances is they're in you don't know how they might have been frustrated by who they were working with and all that kind of stuff but i do think that if, if you've been in the business for an awful long time unfortunately you do get slightly used to the kind of you know 
the, the, the lay of the land and everything. But I think you're absolutely right. I think clearly there was a friendship there. Clearly the friendship buckled. I personally think so much of it had to do with uh, Hugate. I think Hugate lost them an enormous amount of sympathy. It's ironic, isn't it? When you think of all the other things that are... But and there's so many other... I mean, let's not beat around the bush. There's lots of stories bubbling around, aren't there? I mean, just lots. Um, but it strikes me that Hugate was a bit of a catalyst. Um, and, you know, and, and he's incredibly popular. I mean, it's interesting. The kids often say that, you know, I think Philip is incredibly popular, isn't he, on TikTok? He's... I mean, I found, for example, I, I, it, was, it was like my Gary Lineker guilty pleasure was the We Buy Any Car adverts. I thought they were fucking hysterical. So... You know, I mean, everyone is going to be speculating. Everyone's going to be wondering. Everyone's going to be... But I do think what's going to happen now is you're going to see Holly hounded and they're going to try and hound her out of her post because, you know, she's the survivor in a sense of whatever has gone on. Yeah, I mean, I just don't see where she deserves to be hounded. I mean, I really don't. I mean, she did all the voiceover apology for Skewgate, didn't she, with the video? Why, why, is it, why is everybody... I mean, you know, I don't know Philip and Holly. You know, I, I, they, you know, they pass around the studios. I've never had a cup of coffee with them. I've never sat and had a chat I've, with I've them. I've had a couple of drink cocktails but, with, with Holly. But I have a rule, and I think it's a good one, that I don't badmouth people that are colleagues, you know. And I think... That, um, it's a shame people haven't observed that with you all the time, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's what makes you a decent person or not, doesn't it? It's like you have your standards and that's it. But, but I do think I can feel a meanness coming in to Holly that... And again, I say I really don't know Holly that I just don't think is fair, that I haven't really seen as much with Philip. I don't understand it. So the newspapers, I don't know what the game is with the newspapers, but there is a game. Well, look. What is the game? What is going to happen next? Is it because they're all vying to get um, an interview with Philip? Well, there was talk I mean, that Channel, that Channel 5 are sort of, you know, sharpening their pencils. It'd probably be a pen, I think. Uh, to write a sort of multi-million pound cheque for him at Channel 5. I'm not entirely certain. I but you'll that. never know whether um, these things are true because because PR people put things out, don't they? I mean, we just... You, thing is, there is going to be so much out there over the next week that nobody's bloody going to And look, 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 don't get me wrong. The truth is and, and also there are an enormous number of stories out there that, sim you know, a lot of stuff simply cannot be talked about. You just can't in a public forum talk about a certain amount of stuff. Um, so, of course, people are going to be, people are going to be, you know, absolutely speculating like mad, drawing all sorts of parallels, comparisons, all this kind of stuff. But at this point, it is, it is pure speculation. Um, How do you all feel about it? Well, I just wanted to read here. Reese Roberts, being a person who works in film, very much have the same experience, lay of the land, did know a mate who once interned for Philip and Holly years ago and had a tough experience with Philip. I mean, you know... Can you say whether you like or whether when I say like you don't know him, but are you a fan of Philip Dupi? Tell us if you feel like he's been hard done by. Do you feel he was pushed? Do you feel well, he was yeah. axed, or do, do you, you feel, feel he was... chose to leave? Yeah, because I mean, I suppose people have been invested for decades. You know, because when somebody is like so much part of people's mm. daily watching, really for so long. Mm. I mean, the sad thing is, really, in a few days, everyone will have moved on. Mm. Whereas, meanwhile, it's like a huge thing mm. for him, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but, my God, this Business Week all show is, is 
is tough. And the higher you are, the higher up you are, the harder you fall. That's why I've always said I love being bloody mediocre. I love being <laughs> a Z. I love being a Z-list celebrity. <laughs> Just like <laughs> where nobody gives a shit. You could be in or you could not be in and nobody's really mm. going to notice. <laughs> <laughs> because the pressure... The pressure if you're really beautiful or you're really popular or you're really sugary, sweet and nice, if you're really all these things, it, the pressure to continue that. Because don't forget, a, a presenter's job is to show the best of themselves. Mm -hmm. They're not necessarily saying, this is all that I am. No. But you can't go on telly and be a moody bastard. You know, I mean, like I always say on here, didn't it? I'm all things. I can be a right cow. I can be lovely. I can be this. I can be that. But of course, you're not going to... You, you're not going to go on to... And that's why what I do get frustrated for, really, when people go, oh, I didn't realise this person wasn't 100% nice. Well, why? Is there anyone in your whole life that's 100% mm. nice? I think, I think an aspect of potential resentment may have crept in within this story due to uh, the possibly the duration of his tenure, if you like, at the top. I think, you know, that, that causes a bit of... Uh, discontent and unease, but also can allow for behaviour that becomes normalised uh, to, which isn't sort of normal kind of work behaviour, to become sort of tolerated. It's, it's that sort of, it's that sort of thing. I mean, a lot of you here are all saying, you know, let's do a poll on Philip. Let's let's see. Oh my God! So what? what I can't be involved. What in can this. I ask in the poll? Are you? I'm not. Here. What, what can I ask? There's so many questions to ask. Are you? Pro Philip. Do you feel sorry for Philip? Are you pro Philip? And do I'm not you involved in this. Feel sorry for. I've him? got a rule. Um, there you go. I, I mean, my line on that is: I think whatever happens, he'll cope. He'll be. He'll be absolutely fine. Um, are you pro Philip? And do you feel sorry for him? Kind of, you know, one and the same thing. He just seems I very. I have to say, mm, I was very, very shocked that he did go. I, I really was well, shocked. Well, I know. don't believe it was his choice because, for example, here's the thing. Under any set of circumstances, ITV are notoriously sort of, uh, um, sort of reliable for doing great big event-like farewells, aren't they? They'll do a sort of, if someone's leaving, there'll be a, like a big show and a big fanfare and there'll be pretend sort of fireworks and all the glitter and all that kind of stuff would have happened. They would, could have brought on all... It seems odd that none of that's happened. It seems strange to me that none of that's happened. I, as I understand it, I think Dermot and Alison did a little kind of, you know, reference to him. So it does very much feel like something reached a pinch point over the weekend um, that wasn't necessarily there, maybe, from but day look, morning. listen, the reason we're picking around this is because nobody knows. That's what I say. Mm. Nobody actually knows. And so this will go on for a few days, then people will lose interest and it will move on. Or not. Let's have a look at the poll. Who knows? Um, are you pro-Philip and do you feel sorry for him? Well, look, that's interesting. Three quarters of you don't, but a quarter of you do. And that's sizable. Well, you know, I mean, like, he's been a presenter for how many decades now? You know, on nearly every single show at one point. There wasn't really a TV, ITV show without him there. So, you yeah. know, for a lot of people, he's been a huge part of their viewing over a very long time, all those big primetime shows and everything. Mm. So, yeah, of course there will be. Mm. Um, Apparently there's rumour that he could be he could be lured back into the West End and onto the stage oh. to do 
I don't know, a Technicolor dream coat with Jason Donovan or something like that. I don't know. Could be, could be something like that. Could be around the corner from you know. Return, I wonder if there'll be double to... female presenters. Mm. Wow, what a revolutionary idea! Two women allowed well, to present. I mean, you've got four women presenting. Yeah, yeah, but my God, I mean, Jesus, it's referred to constantly, isn't it? And mm. nobody actually believes that we're friends, and nobody thinks we can all get on, and nobody thinks. You know, I mean, honestly, we are living in very sexist times. Mm. Just go over and have a look at all the headlines. Photographs of Holly, like, shooting off, like, fireworks with what Holly wants, Holly gets. It's yeah, like, it's I mean, so it really tacky. is. It's quite predictable, It really, it? It really is. It's really like, oh, come on. Come on, come and on. And as bit. I say, I don't know either of them, only to pass in the corridors, but I just can see what I'm seeing and think... Do you think that, I think much. I think I think someone else wonders whether the rot set in a little bit. Do you remember when Holly was invited to co-present I'm a celebrity? There are lots of little moments. I think what you can assume is perhaps all those little moments kind of came together. But um yeah, a shame for his mum. I saw some photographs of him with his mum in the car and stuff. Poor like mum. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, my God. Yeah. Awful. Anyway, let's end that poll. There you go. Lots of very colourful comments, I'll say. What the, I'm worried the, about is that there. every day we're going to have the front pages with this because it does make things mm. difficult on here because we do do the news on here. And as mm. I say, I have a rule that I don't, I don't I'm, I, you know, colleagues, I, I leave. Tony Dunsford, hounding anyone is wrong, even celebrities. Totally agree. I mean, I, I, think, I think hounding anyone is, is not good. I mean, my sense of it, and this is totally away from, you know, your kind of, you know, mutual kind of obligations and all that kind of stuff. My take on all of it is that something obviously not necessarily happened, you know, overtly in the last week. But it, everything has had got to a point where the powers that be asked him to go. I certainly don't think he chose to leave at all. I think he was. I think he was asked to go. Um, so, so there you go. That's 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 uh, Holly and for. But don't attack but Holly. Wonder, don't I, attack the woman. I, I wonder if him not mentioning Holly in the statement is now what seems to have released the press dogs on her, the hounds. I mean, not intentionally, but I mean, I wonder if that's what it is. So that mm. you know, I just. Mm. I feel sorry for her, I do. Mm. Because it's always the way. Women always get bloody blamed for everything. <laughs> and she very much came in under his sort of tutelage, really, didn't she? She sort of came in under his wing. Yeah, under his yeah. wing. That's why I think she feels such a sort of... Yeah, and they've been friends for a long yeah. time, you know. Yeah. So I just think, why does it all have to turn... Like, I mean, they smell blood, the papers, and they're not going to stop. That's what no, I reckon. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, I have a soft spot for Holly. Okay, look, here we go. Um, I, 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 this isn't in the title. I just pulled, I saw this story today and I thought, good on you. A hundred thousand students are suing universities claiming they didn't get adequate teaching through the strikes and COVID. Now, this is a problem with universities ever since they brought in um, tuition fees. I, uh, a friend of mine, a very close friend of mine, went to a college in Sussex, I won't name it, um, and when they described to me, this was about 10, 15 years ago, the nature of their teaching, I said, you're not getting value for money at yes. all. And so if you're treating students like cash cows who are going to be saddled with debt for essentially the rest of their lives, I think these students are essentially now customers rather than students, have the right to question, query and uh, challenge um, you know, the services that they're provided with. And this is the story of since COVID, obviously things went completely to the wall during COVID. I think 
In a weird way, I think this story stand, would stand the test of time without COVID even. I think COVID is a reason for why it got bad in terms of the teaching. I think it was already bad. But anyway, this is just the story that more than 100,000 students have begun a legal fight this week, claiming that they weren't delivered adequate teaching during lockdown and strikes. But many of those are also saying just generally, even since COVID and prior to COVID, likewise, they haven't. And I just think this is really important that if you know a young adult or are a young adult who feels profoundly let down by your higher education authority, you know, uh, university or college, I think you need to be reminded that you have the right to challenge things and you might get some kind of payback because it's just, it's outrageous. It's outrageous. Like you said, you know, as it's now run by a business, you have to ex ex mm. accept yeah. That if it's not fit for purpose, your business, you're going to be, people you know, a friend of mine's daughter went to, you know, uh, bless her God, she worked so hard to get into this university and got in, it was pandemic time. Mm. And I mean, just appalling pastoral care, no face to face, incredibly difficult situation, you know, all, all online. And now that's continuing with so many online mm. Zoom mm. lectures. Mm. And, you you know, it's like you always say, I didn't go to university, but so much of university is about, Face you know, sharing ideas yeah, 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 and coming course. up against people seminars. that you disagree with and yeah. seminars. Yeah. And I would imagine that a lot of it is very tedious just in one of those big rooms when you're eyeing each other up and everything. Like, yeah. Well, you're all facing in one direction. <laughs> but, 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 but just to have it on a Zoom yes. and then to not have any pastoral care either, you know, mm. and there was a lot of young people struggling with their mental health massively, wasn't there, through the pandemic. And it... Everything I heard about this university, it just sounded so brutal. Shell Selma says, my son's just finished year one and was a disgraceful year, paying nine and a half thousand for a year of nothing. I'm appalled yeah. by it. It's, it's just, it's so, so and shocking. Who was I talking to the other day? A young guest, I can't remember. And she was talking about how her debt left from university. And she said, you know, you just feel nowadays you've got no choice but go to university. She says, if I really drill into it, I don't know if I actually wanted to go. And she did three years on something she wasn't that particularly mm. passionate about. But it's like people are all driven towards, if you don't go to university, oh, yeah. you're, you're, you're not going to have any kind of life. Yeah. And I just think that is yeah. just shockingly well, scary. Yeah, because in many regards, it's all about keeping the system going. Yeah. So go, go there. We'll sell, you, we'll sell you this fake narrative that it will answer everything. You'll be saddled with debt for the rest of your life that you won't even begin to start being able to pay off. That keeps that part of the economy going. It's all, it's all a con. It's all a bloody con. Um, Suella Braverman. None of us are particularly fans. I just wanted to mention this. Obviously, she's... Do you think Suella Braverman should go? This is the story that she was caught speeding. It wasn't that she was trying to pretend that she hadn't been caught speeding, i.e. someone else was driving the car, which is, to be honest with you, if you went with the headlines, that's what I thought it was to begin with. This is the idea that when... There we when, go, those headlines again that lead yeah. us off. I mean, it doesn't matter who it's about. I mean, I don't like Braverman, but I thought all of the headlines again over the weekend were like, hang on a minute, this isn't... This isn't I mean, it's, it's not good, but... Um, and she's sort of, so basically she was offered a speed awareness course, which you get offered if you, you know, you've, you've broken the speed uh, limit, you know, once, I think, or twice maybe. Uh, and she, she lent upon or asked her civil servants and her assistants to see if they could try and give her a speed awareness course that was private or whether she could actually have a link where she didn't have to have a camera because she didn't want to be identified as her in the speed awareness course. Um, 
because so was of, this for security reasons? Well, yeah. I mean, or look, it's just breaking here. Sky News Home Secretary regrets uh, the speeding, the speeding fine. So, of course, now Rishi Sunak's being encouraged to kind of look into the, uh, you know, the Privileges Committee. Has she, ta- has she broken ministerial kind of code, all that kind of stuff? Um, uh, but uh, what do you think, guys? Do you think she... So she wasn't trying to dodge... The, I think it's really important to say this. I thought, oh, right, so she's trying... Didn't some Liberal MP try and do that once? You know, where they tried to pretend they weren't driving the car to not take points. She just didn't they want to be identified. And in the end, did. because she couldn't be identified, because she didn't want to be identified, and because the civil service couldn't actually guarantee that she would have a one-to-one, she took the three points and accepted the fine. Um, but what do you think? Do you think she should uh, resign? Should should she resign? Should Mary Edmondson imagine being on the speed awareness course with her? Oh my God, that would be so funny. <laughs> See, I it? suspect that this wasn't about security. I suspect this was about image. Yeah. And the, surely the thing is, if the law is for everyone, it is because it is a leveller. Whether you are prince or pauper. You all follow the law in the same way. Whoa. And I think this is... I cannot bear everything I've seen of this woman. And she has her nose up in the air, I feel, a lot of the time when she's speaking. And maybe she just didn't want to be seen as one of the lowly mm. folk mm. That, that get pulled up for speeding. No, That's, I, agree. I think I feel like it's just that. Do you know there's a movie out of Fast and the Furious? I've dubbed this the Fast and the Spurious. <laughs> That's what I think it is. Um, let's have a look, because I don't want to sit on this. Ple- Sarah says it was her believing she was above, above the, the plebs. plebs. The plebeians. Oh, to God. The plebeians. Should Suella resign? Let's get to 100 votes and let's see what the judgment is. Uh, not, quite a few of you don't think she should. I don't I think, don't think she resign. should resign. No, I, no don't, I don't. I don't think it's a resigning thing at all. I think all. it's a slapped wrist. I think it's a slapped wrist, and I think, it, I think what's happened is good. Mm. because it's shown us again what she's like, mm. you know, which we, she just keeps, what is it, my auntie but, said, you know, when the... someone shows you themselves, don't look away. She's when they... shown us, yeah. don't forget, she told us that she dreams, she dreams of being pre- people being put on that plane and sent to... Rwanda. Rwanda. She dreams of she going dreams. there herself. She talked about that. No, dreams of putting people on it, and it's oh, one of her big God, dreams. Oh, a curious dream to have. I'm so yeah. pleased I don't sleep in the same bed as her. Um, so... <laughs> It's a strange thing to say. Well, because if she's dreaming, no, but if she's dreaming that sort of thing, what is she muttering in her sleep? I mean, how how bizarre. Um, So, well, but of course, the other problem for Rishi is uh, he, you know, he's presented with a dilemma, isn't he? Yeah, he only became prime minister because she, for some reason, is the gatekeeper to a whole wealth of uh, right. She hasn't done anything illegal. She hasn't tried to break the law. She can use a really good excuse that it was for security reasons. Doesn't matter whether we believe that or not. So it'll be fine. It will pass or nothing. Okay, so quickly, uh, uh, Duolingo-style dating app. I quite like this story. I saw this earlier. This, this, has anyone ever used Duolingo? I I like, yeah. I liked it, and then I just realised I was it. just trying to pass and That's beat, what I was beat doing. you. Yeah. That's all I was trying to do, was beat people. Um, and I wasn't learning anything. Thanks, Faith. Depp versus her, Channel 4, Faith saying... Oh, yeah, well, check it out, Faith, thank you. Um, and do check out my review of the Michael J. Fox documentary that landed last night as well. Um, so this is, a, this is an app, a dating app, that professes to 
help users of it uh, learn about relationships and sort of have like little lessons like you would on Duolingo. You know, you go through verbs, you go through adjectives, you da 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 da. And in order to speak Spanish better, you go through various classes and all that kind of stuff. And the idea behind this app is, is that it forces people before they just swipe left or swipe right, I can never remember which way it goes. Um, not that I've ever done it. Uh, swipe left or swipe right, that people who, who sign up to this app uh, are interested in a more meaningful relationship. They're willing to answer questions, think about what, what a relationship entails, um, you know, and, and, and basically they want to, this app wants to offer up sort of bite-sized kind of tools and lessons and exercises for you to partake in so that when you then see someone you like, the person sees you and goes, oh, let's have a look at all the stuff that they've learned and what their opinions on this are and if they've done this and if they've done that. Um, they want, I like this. The idea is, is essentially the creators of the app say it's to avoid time wasters. So, so I, I don't fully understand. So you do it like a lesson on your own yeah. and then somebody that's interested in you looks to see what your answer Users will learn about these sorts of things. Attachment styles, love language, core values, needs, communication techniques, conflict styles, boundaries and emotional availability. I don't necessarily know if they will see <laughs> what your thoughts on those things are, but I think there will be an assumption and there will be a way of marking how much you've moved through these kind of exercises. Oh, we've got to do this so for us to stay Yeah, so that if you were, if I was then looking at your profile, I'd see that you'd done, I don't know, done the course on love language, that you identify as this love language, what's your attachment. So the very fact that you're engaging in those kind of things rather than flopping yeah. a shot of your yeah. penis what in, saying, in a wife set of wife fronts. I mean... Do you think this will take off, though? I mean, it's a good idea, but they've only got 400 people on it at the moment. I've got a feeling people aren't going I to want to go on for it. this. I want to go on it. You want to go on it? Can we go on it? Oh, my God. Isn't there a waiting it? list or something? I don't know. I think it's a waiting list. It's going to go on I'm it. I'm fascinated. What if you find someone much better than me? Absolutely fascinated. What's breadcrumbing? Breadcrumbing is when someone leaves you oh, little, little bits. Little bits to little keep bits you hooked. To keep you hooked. Um, so yeah, uh, would would anyone do it? Personal development, Margaret Ann MacArthur. Uh, yeah, Cherry D. I like Duolingo. Even if you repeat past lessons, repetition helps me to really ingrain it in my brain. Don't know I don't you... remember any of it. Yeah, I, I did know. hundreds and hundreds of days. Don't remember anything. <laughs> sounds a bit more effective than a selfie, says Sarah Begley. Um, this sounds great. Can't imagine men bothering Tiggy. But those that do. Ah. You're sorting the wheat from the chaff. Can I just say, though, that I think what could happen here is crafty men will simply sign up and assume that people will just assume that they are a thing. No. What, what I was going to say is there is no way that you can totally protect any kind of situation where you meet whether that's an app whether that's in a club True. whether that's at a party whether that's True. there are no guarantees yeah. but you're more likely to find people that are being serious about wanting a long-term relationship than I might not. go on it too you're, gonna, you're, you're more likely to find somebody that's a bit more of a thinker and a bit more than than definitely definitely yeah. but still yeah but a psychopathic narcissist can it can infiltrate that and I was going to say wonders, yeah, but yeah. they can in every single situation very true and what is the dating app called I've just thrown the bloody story away hang on a minute it's called Duolingo P no style. no no Duolingo oh. is the style of it but I oh. think it's called pure. is it called pure hang on let me just find the name of it pear 
P-A-I-R, not as in yeah. not as in pairs. No. There's a waiting list of 400 people. One new app with a waiting list of 400 people is hoping to change that. It's uh, an, up, oh, an upcoming an app, app called, called Pair. Pair. As in P-A-I-R. Let's get on the waiting list, guys. Let's get, I'm, I'm, not, I'm serious. I'm but then what? The do we go on dates? Well, I just want to sit. I think it'd be so interesting for us to do is how to stay married. And then we go on a date. Do With we... each other. Oh. Maybe we should go on a date with someone else and see what happens. Maybe. Anyway, on that note, we were going to talk about the death of puddings, but we've run out of time. Um, Can I just quickly say, I'm actually really pissed off at the death of puddings. Well, You'll you go to a restaurant where you've well, paid a fortune and you have a tiny bit of something and you think, oh, well, I'll have some pudding. And then the pudding comes, the list, and there's four of them, and it will say bitter chocolate with a bitter something. And then it will be like Stilton with some walnuts... Where's the sticky toffee pudding? Well, this Where's is... the lemon meringue pie? Well, we may as well just tell you the story. The Guardian says, save our pudding. Why yes. restaurant desserts are disappearing. Because... Why? Why are they disappearing? I don't know, because... Well, I thought you'd know because you Because when foodie. I worked in restaurants as a waitress, we were always told to sell the puddings yeah. because it had a good markup. But That's I wonder I if it's because ingredients have become so expensive. Eggs, butter... And so, and but, so, when you do get a paste, bit of pastry, it's like this big. I fucking hate it. Because puddings. the markup would have to be very big on. on Everything's really bitter. It's really tasteless. Bitter. It's really small. It's really dry. And when you've had a tiny dinner, I mean, we're going out less and less, aren't we? Because no, the just, price of it just is just well, no, like but also, fuck off. But dessert. When you go for a dessert, remember that really pretentious place we went to in Soho, and you went for a dessert, and it was like. It wasn't even a dessert. It was like it was like a leaf. Gooseberry. It was it's like, like a leaf. How many people actually like gooseberries? Bread and give me a bread and butter pudding anytime. Yeah, but nice now they serve one. it cold. Bread and butter pudding has to be hot and fluffy uh, and light and yummy. And where light. are our desserts? Anyway, where head over to the Coffee Moaning Instagram and you can share with us your favourite desserts over there. Maybe we should do a uh, Curly Cook's Coin where it's just desserts. Oh, yes. Bring back the pud. Bring back the pud.